0: This is an additional podcast of the Sunday Times Politics Weekly, where the Sunday Times Politics team interviews various ANC candidates contesting in the governing party's national elective conference for the top six leadership. Positions. This special series will allow you to sit down and be up and close and personal with the contenders as they chat about their personal lives, the experiences that have shaped them, and most importantly, why they deserve to be considered for some of South Africa's top leadership positions. With immediate
1: effect. When people saw, And I quote In two years' time, Eskim's problems will be a thing of the past. People won't even remember load shedding.
0: Unquote. They put saliva on the paper. I'm in charge. That's why these fools are running around here. I'm in charge. And well, then they share that zone. Point of order, chapasin. Order, chapasin. I the ruling party by... Order, of order. Must
1: step aside within 30 days. No, no, I'm, I'm not going to apologize. He
0: has no brains whatsoever. So the NC president was sabotaged again yesterday? Well, sabotage, that can be... This is term. not a shit.
1: <laughs> arms, can you please come order, in? of order... order, order. Mr Mabi, thank you so much for giving us space to have a chat with you. Your name has come up uh, in the contest uh, for ANC Treasurer General uh, at the ANC Elective Conference that is happening next month. So we thought we would have this chat with you just to reflect really on how, you're, how you think you're fed really in, in your tenure as the ANC spokesperson and why you think you know you should you should be elected as treasurer general of the anc maybe to kick us off just to reflect maybe um mr Mabi on your tenure as the anc spokesperson in the past five years how do you think you felt?
0: no thanks uh so i don't think that it is uh, really for me to pass judgment on the work that i would have done in the anc imagine if you wrote metric and had to write, tick your script. It is left to structures and the collective I led with uh, to make that kind of a determination and assessment. Uh, It is the collective that must say the operational structures that we had just from a human capital point of view, uh, did it really represent uh, a sufficient resource required to take the work of organization forward
1: sure sure but there but obviously with that said there are some successes that i think you and your team would be able to correct
0: note. correct um, yeah well uh, in not so many ways there, there are things that we have done whether they constitute successes or failures in the eyes of others is something else mm. we were confronted with an unseen challenge visited to us Uh, again by another unseen pandemic called COVID, we had to quickly adapt to uh, new ways of doing things. We had to find uh, innovative ways of being able to communicate our message out there. So we effectively became the first political party in this country to migrate to virtual platforms as it relates to uh, conducting our mass activities. Because the overall existence of the ANC is propelled forward by how much it interfaces with the people. Mm. It leads. So we had cadres passing on, very senior cadres, eight lots of comrades, whose history required that the ANC needed to do some work to celebrate their life. We had events such as the January 8, uh, which happen every year. When we start the year, we start with uh, January 8th. We needed to uh, really make sure that we could still celebrate, albeit under new conditions, with all the technical glitches that were there, but we were still able to showcase an ANC that still exists and that is still uh, able to fulfill its uh, organizational obligations, even under those uh, new times. So the DIP played a central role
1: there, there's something that also comes to mind when one looks at your tenure as the spokesperson. I mean, when you came in, there was several developments that were happening, including uh, the the recall of the former president Jacob Zuma, and I believe even the the the, the removal of uh, Supra bill in the northwest also would have happened around your time. How do you think? I mean, can you take us? into you know that moment, especially the one around uh President Jacob former President Jacob Zuma because I think that was quite a bit hectic because you were just coming into this role.
0: Well it was not an easy one. Mm-hmm. Uh I recall and recount that uh, uh long uh NEC that took almost the entire night. And then had to wake up, at again, start the morning, even to communicate to the public. At one point, we were told the President Zuma is not going to be resigning. Mm-hmm. We saw his pictures on TV, preparing himself that he would make an announcement sometimes during the day. Having to sit with uh, comrade Jesse, the late uh, DSG, who has played a critical role uh, in inspire in driving inspiration in me, and making me believe that I can carry forward this road, I, I always thought that I'm leaving the following day. Mm. You know, it never occurred that I will stay for this long. I always had my back ready that I can't say You know, so even those, even to deal with those kind of things, but what do you do here? Mm. But I had Comrade Jayce, I had Comrade Kusela, whom I still uh, relate with well, even today. She's one of the, for me, she's one of the best communicators that the NC has had. And she made me realize that actually we can do this. She yeah. said, no, 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 Somro, don't worry. We're here with you. We're going to. And, 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 and you know, just that, the, the support I got from Comrade Zizi, uh, who was outgoing uh, outgoing spokesperson at the time, uh, Comrade uh, Velase, Comrade Jackson, who had served in this role as well, who was also late. You know, they, 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 they ushered me into this role with, mm. uh, you know, they gave me what I call a hand-on approach. And that helped me to assimilate and understand what needed to be done.
1: I mean, even at that time, the Zuma departure, you would have had to clarify a whole lot of things. I mean, there would have been people who were reporting
0: that it was not an easy one. It was not an easy one when Kotazo, but uh, it's great lessons learned. And we learned we are here. (laughs) We are now handing over this role, you know, encouraged by the fact that even when it got to be hard, even when it got to be difficult, even when we saw people that we believed in a lot, uh, uh, having been asked to step aside, like the Secretary Secretary General of the ANC, when I had to communicate that decision, when I had to communicate about our own comrades who would have been criminally charged, who were being asked to step aside, when I had to communicate all of those, when I had to communicate about conferences of the ANC, continuing to sit, when some of the comrades that I would have been with in the youth movement in their own provinces would have wanted to take different views on those conferences uh, 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 veering off. You know, I I, I I had to accede to insults by my own comrades for communicating organizational positions. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: It must so, have been difficult. I mean, you bring up the Makashule uh, yes. uh, uh, communication uh, uh. Protocol or that period rather, not protocol. You, you were very close to him, uh, from what we we know. And now people would have said, I mean, you, you communicating your the official stance of the ANC. People would have thought that you've taken a different posture against him, isn't it? Since obviously the decision of the ANC where that. Needs to well, be
0: well, well, well. Of course, I mean, I've heard that people have even uh, decided to pigeonhole uh, where I stand on whether it's support, whether it's issues and all of that. Look, when you accept to lead, when you accept the position of leadership, you must also be willing to take criticism. Uh, Some of it might be uh, uh, quite unsettling. But accept that because uh, you you are not going to be liked by everyone. You must also accept that uh, in the course of doing your work, you're also going to be meted with uh, betrayal, mm. you know. So one of the things I've learned, the, which which I don't necessarily think that they are, they, they, they constitute a revolutionary conduct, is that uh, betrayal is also engraved uh, in the psychology of cadres, men and women that you'd have trusted with your life mm. along the way. So you'll see it. It happens like that, and either that is brought by by the fact that. People no longer believe that the cause that you are uh, championing forward is still as common as it was before or they would have arrived at a different uh, uh, conclusion that this caer is no longer helpful it's probably a spent force
1: hmm.
0: you know you see I learned very quickly in this position that when you have got very when you've got very little to give materially you're not critical. I mean, when you're a spokesperson, uh, beside your, your 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 prowess and understanding of issues, where it does exist, what else are you going to give? You don't give tenders. You, know, you don't have any other thing to give. You understand that. So I realized that, that the ANC of today, if we do not work hard, to bring back that consciousness amongst our cadres, the revolution will be liquidated. Because the liquidation of the national democratic revolution is going to take place when those that must take the lead put material before that which we must represent. To quote what Mama Charlotte says, that this job is not for us, it's for the people. With freedom comes responsibility. We have got to show the elderly ones that we are fit enough to be trusted with responsibility. When they see that, then they will be able to nicely retreat without being pushed back to allow a younger leadership to take over the reins of organization.
1: And, and, I mean, it speaks to the state of the organization, isn't it? Yes. That this responsibility that these older ones want i mean as you say they do want to hand it over but they are not sure and the membership of the NC has become young it's those same people that should be handed over but they are not coming to the party they don't seem serious about actually leading this this country
0: well 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 i don't know where you take that from because mm. uh, if, if we were using science we want to place reliance on the latest nominations of the top six mm. i'm just saying so that we are also careful of the words we use to characterize conduct if we are not fully guided by science oh. why am i saying this science suggests that in all of the positions of the top six that are being contested well over 80 percent of them represent regeneration if you ask me deputy president We've got Comrade Ronald Lamola there, younger one. Masha comes from uh, the Alexander Youth Congress. Still resonate well with the younger ones. Oscar Maboyani, former Deputy, former Deputy Chairperson of the ANC Youth League in the province of the Eastern Cape, former Provincial Secretary, now leading as Chairperson of the province, but has <coughs> emerged from the ranks of the ANC Youth League. Position of uh, Secretary General Figi Balula, former president of the Youth League, former secretary general, former political education officer. Ndu, Ndumisen Nduli, former organizer of the Youth League, former PC member of the NC Youth League in the province of KwaZulu-Natal, quite a recent graduate. You know, just concluded a term as provincial secretary. Of course, we've got Comrade Pumulu, who comes from the ranks of the party through and through and has been chairperson of the Eastern Cape. You look at the position of deputy secretary general, Comrade Phoebe Potkiter is a former Secretary General of the ANC Youth League. Comrade Nomvola comes from the Kahiso Youth Congress. Of course, they would have led the ANC uh, at different levels, occupying positions in government as well. You look at the position of chair. You've got Comrade Masondo, he's the former provincial chairperson of the Youth League in Limpopo. You know, of course Comrade Stern and Comrade Guede are also leading figures coming from the party lead the one leading the NC now as chair in mpopo the other one leading uh, as chair here uh, in the National Executive Committee. Treasurer General, you know, Comrade Mzandi Demasina is the former convener of the NYTT. Has been in the PE, I, I led with him in the PEC of the ANC Youth League here in Gauteng. Mm. You know, so I mean, we have been Treasurer Generals of the Youth League for two consecutive terms, So, Where you have got uh, uh, names that you are unable to really tell a story, then it must ask you: How did these names go to the ballot? When we don't have we don't have much to say, much much organisation leadership literature, because leadership literature is not something that you you see you can have money, go and buy coffee, but what you can buy in the is credentials, can't buy them, you can't buy them. You can buy branches to nominate you. Because being a member in good standing and, and, and having occupied positions of leadership in the organization are not the same. So we've got to be careful of that. Yeah. We've got to be careful. of And one those that uh, might only want to use the fact that they've got access to material to think that material is enough to make them emerge. It's not. So we have got to bring that. So I'm happy that uh, we are here. People have raised their hands. Members of the ANC now have got an opportunity to give scrutiny. As they do scrutiny, they must ask themselves that myself as Hotazo Madisha, a member of the ANC in good standing, how would I entrust this man or this woman with the responsibility to lead me when I cannot locate them in the history of a revolution? It's very important because we have got to regurgitate a thought process amongst our are members that says we are the only ones that can save the ANC if it is to be saved. That the understanding of the ANC by society overall is going to be about how we members of the ANC carry ourselves. But when sometimes you find that generations of the ANC they are supposed to stand together and support one another decide themselves to stand against each other they open up the space to consolidate leadership and the generational path to others who might be coming through back doors
1: and i would argue that this is what has happened in the position that you are contesting uh, as treasurer general you have three people who come, I'd say, I'd argue that they come from a similar or same generation of youth league leaders who are contesting each other. Hence, we have now seen a a, a Bejani Chauke, for instance, emerging as number one. Why couldn't you guys sit down as the youth league, former youth league leaders to support one another like you you suggest? Why was it so difficult?
0: Well, I think that uh, that's why I I wouldn't want to be that simplistic Mm. uh, because the constitution of the ANC, has got a section that deals with uh, the right of a member mm. the right of a member who has fulfilled a certain period of being a member of the ANC is such that that member uh, can nominate and be nominated can elect and be elected so there is no section of the ANC Constitution that speaks about generational consensus doesn't exist now this thing of the of the of the ANC contest just went to show me that what, what is it that my cadres could be saying outside me? They basically think that we are not fit enough to do some of the things. Because you can't even put us on the same line. I'm in the National Executive Committee. Why should it be even be a debate? Why should we ask you when we are playing for PSL uh, to go and have negotiations with people who are playing in a lower league when you have helped them to be in that lower league? Uh. Why should it be a discussion? When we are put in the same line then the only story you can understand is what are they saying about you in your absence? It's not difficult to know what your neighbours think about you in your absence. So I've come to understand that. I've come to appreciate that. Oh, okay. So now this is what I call, you know, because it has got element of, it is dubious. It's a dubious form of kadashi Yeah. Because comrades must trust each other. You see, when I served in the youth league uh, with a... Uh, former president of the youth league with comrade julius one of the things that we taught each other was to respect each other's responsibility and each other's role in the organization that's why even when we had differences you would not have known about them that's why when others who came and wanted to enter into our teeth into the youth league they could not win because they did not understand that ours was built out of respect for one another you know a shared vision of doing that which will inspire the youth of South Africa. This is what drove us forward. No matter where life leaves me, I will always be real. It doesn't matter what I become tomorrow. I can go to conference and not be elected. Well, I'm nothing. I don't come from a family of big names. No, my people are just. Uh, my mother died poor. I come from a very, you know, average family. You know, so. The the, the 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 staying in four room houses uh, having to share a meal from an a gogo who worked at the mine i know that life you know everything i never thought that i would own a car it never emerged to me i just get shocked that it, you know when the Malian guardian had to insist on me taking a driver's license is because they were now getting tired of paying for this a uh, rig cards because we're also starting to be so We'll just take the cart and put our mounts there. So I learned how to drive. It's not like I used my uncle's car. No, I don't have that story to tell. That when I was growing up, we used to get into our uncle's car and learn to drive. No, 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 no. I never had that privilege. I never had that privilege. If you came to my grandmother's house and saw some uh, wheel marks, on the yard, it was kids pushing tires. It was not a car that had parked, you know. So, so I come from that kind. Of, so, 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 this which is happening now doesn't really worry me. Uh-huh. But I think that look, I'm not worried about uh, 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 I'm not worried about uh, it. Doesn't really worry me because I think that a fair democratic process of the ANC will resolve that part. Because my own K that I worked with throughout, whom I thought that we shared a vision and a goal. So at least I knew when they raised their hands to stand and when they started their own campaigns, that, oh, okay, actually, these cadres have got views about me. Agree, agree. you, you understand. I mean, yeah. contest could also mean that I've got a bigger pocket than you or I'm, I'm much smarter. So so you see, you learn a lot of things. But look, having said all of that, because you see, a generation is not a value system. No. Generation niggas no, so 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 I have learned that out of all of this. But having said all of that, oh. you're we are, confident. We are beginning to speak. No, I don't think confidence is necessary. Okay. On for this can for this, camp, for this particular one. Oh. We're beginning to speak with comrades. I don't have a problem of talking to cadres. I don't have a problem of talking to comrades and saying, but I think I mean if if indeed we are together and moving as one, they know what direction this thing is taking. Look, I can tell you now without placing myself in a position of strength or not, let's talk about Ntate chauke who is the first nominee on the position of Trajara General. Huh. Let's analyze his nomination. He's nominated in two provinces. That's where he garnered uh, numbers in Limpopo and in the Northwest, and drips and drips in other provinces. But there are provinces where he's not nominated oh. at all. Oh. Let's go to Comrade Mzandi Lemacina. It's mostly KZN. It's nominate Not not even mostly. Oh. Uh-uh. We are using a wrong language. He's nominated by three regions in KZN, dominantly. Oh. It's nominated by the region of Mzala Numalo. He's nominated by the region of uh, General Gizenga. He's nominated by Emma Lachlin. This mm. is where he has concentrated the bigger numbers. Mm. The other regions, Stopey be others even to a point of not even having a nomination. Mm. Let's move to uh, the other provinces. There are provinces where he's not nominated at all.
1: Mm.
0: Now let's go to a character called Puleman. Not big numbers, but presence in all provinces. And because on the position of Treasurer-General, you you, you talk about Limpopo. If you add all the numbers of Limpopo, of people who nominated the Treasurer-General position, Mm. it will tell you that more than 200 branches in Limpopo did not nominate for the position of Treasurer-General. More than 200 of them. Mm. That's a big number. In KZN, more than 300 branches did not nominate. Actually, in KZN, about over 400 branches did not nominate for the position of Treasurer-General. In Gowdeing, Same picture as well. In Gaudeng, almost 200 branches did not nominate for the position of Treasurer-General. So now, I'm just taking out the numbers. You see that there could have been another candidate who is nominated by the numbers that are not nominated. Do you realise that that candidate could have been number one? If you take the numbers that did not nominate, because, for instance, you take the numbers that are received by Paul Mashadili, my numbers... Comrade Bejanis numbers and Comrade Mzandile's numbers combined don't make Mashadile's number. The 1.7. Yes. Yeah. So now, so when you run around because you are number one there and think that you have got the crowd, when 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 with together with your other contenders, you don't even make the number of the deputy president uh, candidate number one candidate. Mm. You understand? Because those are the same delegates. It's not like the people who were nominating Mashadile are not the same ones that are going to be in conference with us. Sure. So, if the people who nominated Mashadil in conference support Bejani, Bejani will be Treasurer General, like it. If they support Mzwandili, Mzwandili will be TG. And if they support me, I will be TG. So, now between the three of us, we must ask ourselves who of us is supported by the big numbers or is behind the big numbers that supported these other comrades. Simple. Simple mathematics, you know. So, but of course, we are continuing to talk. We we are continuing to talk with uh, comrades. We had a discussion with Comrade um, Zondile. Uh, I have uh, left the door open uh, in case uh, he wants to meet. I have not shut out that door. Of course, during uh, nominations, I have said to him uh, because uh, I mean I dis- I respected his uh, uh, right and choice to want to stand, and I uh, consciously said it wouldn't work. To be meeting and talking at a time when we're running a campaign and i ensured that okay i allow him the space to do his work because Zwai is older than me you know so and they're older than me so i can't a 42 year old can't tell people who are fit enough to be his brothers what what to do and what not to do i can't do that it will be wrong of me so i had to respect that part yeah. so so now the, the now it's over we are talking But I'm not going, I can't tell people to stand or not to stand. uh, Because the the constitution of the NC allows them to do so. Unless they were doing something that is outside the constitution, it is their democratic right.
1: You have managed to not align yourself, or so far, I'm not sure what's going on internally, but out there in the public, it doesn't look like you've aligned yourself either with anyone running for president, for deputy president, for... Secretary General, Deputy and whatnot. Was that a conscious decision or is it something that happens
0: by chance? Well, well, then it means that I'm doing my work as national spokesperson correctly. Mm. You see, the day you see a spokesperson of the ANC showing signs of alignment, even on leadership preferences, then you are going to doubt him when he speaks. I think it's by conduct. It's not by choice or any other, it's by conduct. Mm. Conduct is very important. You see, that the conference of the ANC is sitting in December does not in any way suggest that I'm now, I've, I'm, I must now resign from myself. Even as you speak to me now, even about my own nomination, you are still doing so with me being spokesperson of the ANC. Imagine I dis. Imagine I was not there at the press briefing when Khalema was busy speaking there. Then I would have taken Ezin to resign my from. Even if, even if it was not going to be announced, I was supposed to be there because I'm still national spokesperson. Yeah. The NEC was gonna be shocked. So 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 it means that if something doesn't speak about me, I can't be there. You know. You yeah. <laughs> can't do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's been calls uh,
1: for. I mean, from several uh, structures of the ANC for the step-aside resolution which, uh, you know, the ANC amended here and there to make sure that the integrity of the party stays intact. There's been calls for that resolution to be scrapped. What's your view about the... the, I mean, on the step-aside issue?
0: Well, I've always said that if you agree, because I can't necessarily you know, take myself out of the National Executive Committee, I share a view that says the implementation or operationalization of decisions of the ANC must be seen and be done consistently. Mm-hmm. There must never be doubt that in your implementation of your own resolution, you are inconsistent. Because as soon as you fit into that notion then it creates a challenge. But also, but also, when we take decisions in the ANC, we must also be careful not to take the ANC outside the overall realm of society. Because the ANC, the rules you put for the ANC members must not be inconsistent with the rules that general members of society uh, have to accede to. Mm. Because you run the risk, because you're a political party, you run the risk of other political parties using your own rules to shout that, get rid of your own members. You understand? Mm. So so be careful that if, if you do step aside, just be careful that it is consistent with the rules of the republic. Because I've now seen, you find others in the opposition, wanting to use the very same rules of the ANC to tell the ANC what to do. But also, but also avoid placing external institutions or external bodies in positions of power where they can contribute to how you take decisions. Because talk about being charged. It is not done... If you are criminally charged, you're not charged by the ANC. You are charged by a third party, a body that is not even part of the ANC. That is where the challenge becomes. So you are basically saying, a police station, a church office the NPA, structures that are not in the ANC, can actually take decisions that contribute to your membership in the ANC, which is a voluntary association itself. Mm -hmm. Those are just some of the issues that require refining. To make sure that you don't find a traffic cop who fights with someone in the ANC, and because this person is a mayor, sees them that they've gone to a party somewhere in the villages, sends people to stand for them at the corner, gives them a traffic file, and then with a view that uh, they will find them guilty, and then ultimately get them to step down as a mayor. Oh. You understand? So we, we have to, because if if you can have uh, some noticators who do funny things sometimes of manipulating our own internal processes, even other people in other institutions outside the ANC can do the same, trying to resolve ANC issues. So we hope that, you know, we can still trust that no one will try to use ANC's internal policy positions to try and uh, influence decisions that the organisation must take. Are you not of the view, perhaps, that as ANC
1: that is on a decline in terms of the electoral uh, support, should be held to a higher standard? Hence, you know, uh, issues like step aside... Uh, uh, needs to be applied perhaps uh, in a more stringent manner to ANC membership. The, and, and I say this because there's a notion that there's a lot of people in the ANC, in the leadership of the ANC, who are corrupt, who are doing crime, who are doing all of this, and that has led to the decline in the in the
0: electoral support. Are you not of that view? Well, well I think that the bar of measure... Oh. Uh, On the conduct of ANC members should not just be about conduct. Okay. I mean, there is also just a serious proliferation of political parties. You have got a lot of parties that have since formed, and they too are fighting for their own share uh, in the populace. You understand? Mm. That affects the ANC overall. You know, of course, members of the ANC should be men and women of a, a high moral stamina. You know, who could be trusted with responsibility at any given time. Absolutely. You know, the ANC must always put and place the bar much higher than the rest of society. Because when you are a leader of society, it means when society looks at you, it must see itself. See, so you must be an overall reflection of the construct of society, on conduct, on behavior, and on any other thing. So it means that your level of discipline and conduct must be beyond reproach. That is the expectation Mm -hmm. of society overall. Mm -hmm. But even with that, because while you are a leader of society, you lead a society that has established a number of democratic institutions. A society that has uh, uh, allowed and agreed to the notion of freedom of choice, freedom of association. A society that goes out to vote on elections. Now, that society doesn't entrust you with the power and responsibility to lead them only because you said so yourself, no when they assess you, being a leader of society, they do so in the same way that they assess someone else who might just have emerged as a stock fail. So now, you, 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 can't, you, 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 can't, you can't put these higher rules or a higher value system for yourself when you are competing with other people whose value systems are a bit shaky. But you also can't lower the bar. And because you can't do the two, you've got to make sure that you forge consensus and that consensus must be forged around a framework that allows you as an organization to operate within the legal framework the legal ambit that society has set for itself and what is this legal ambit it is the bill of rights it is the constitution it is the rule of law so so how does this refining work are you saying what what should
1: What should be happening to step aside?
0: I think I think uh, the the the, the, the first point. Well, well, I was raising other things that Uh uh, one is observing as problem statements. Sure, you know, but one says here that you have got your own decisions. You have taken this. Hard as it is, make sure that the the, the reinforcement tools that you put around that which you have introduced in society should be such that it allows for its execution to happen consistently, so that there is no doubt. That this could be abused. And where you detect areas of abuse, act to deal with those instances. So that you also say to third party institutions, ANC processes cannot be used or undermined to fulfill uh, other wishes. Mm,
1: mm. No, no, no. Thanks. Thanks for that. Um, maybe lastly, uh, how does the ANC arrest the electoral deadline? You're going to this conference in December. You're electing leaders. Obviously, immediately you have to start thinking about the 2024 elections. What's
0: your view around? Well, you can only arrest electoral decline if you do everything else that you promised the people in your own manifesto. The ANC has got a perfect manifesto. You can arrest electoral decline if you are consistent in the implementation of ANC policies if you are loyal to your own resolutions of conferences, if those that you deploy are men and women who could be trusted with responsibility, you know, whose conduct is not questionable, you know, uh, whose behavior is one that resonates well with society, who plays the people first, before their own personal interest, just do the things that must be done, then you'll arrest decline.
1: Mm.
0: Give people water, give people electricity, people's paper. People, people want certainty. If I face an energy crisis, tell me when are you going to address this? What are the steps in place? Place your have a timeline that deals with what you are doing to address problems of society. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's how you
1: arrest it. That's how you arrest it. Just do what must be done. <laughs> okay. Yes. Mr. Mabe, thank you so much for availing yourself. We really appreciate this time that you have given us. Good luck uh, with the conference.